Okay, let's play a game. Okay. Let's play that game where the wife is like, you should just know what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two things I was going to say. Can you guess what one of them is? No. Um, I know. <laughs> um, I make the best martinis. Yes, you do. You first, do. That's first true. of all. That's so that true. was the first thing I was going to say. That was the one you could guess. Okay. There's no way you're going to guess the other one. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so much pressure, like, right on yeah, the spot. Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> so, um, uh, welcome to Couples Who Bravo Together. Hi. I'm Victoria. I'm <laughs> Brian. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, and I was going to say, so if you want to... See what kind of shenanigans that we are up to randomly. Follow us on Instagram at Judgy Empath. And I'm going to post a picture when we update this episode of the amazing martinis that I made. Oh. One is with olives and one is without. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I was going to say is I think it's like a personal pet peeve about meaning like it's about me. Pet peeves are personal. But I mean like I think this is mostly a pet peeve about me. Mm-hmm. I guess it does bug me when other people... No, it bugs me when other people do it too. I hate when people don't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And I am really good. I mean, I'm not 100%. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty good about like not ever saying anything that I don't do. Yeah. Yet, with this podcast, I continue to make promises <laughs> that I do not keep. <laughs> I don't know what that's going to sound like on the audio of me just emphasizing with my, I'm so sorry because I keep saying, oh, this episode's only going to be this long. Oh, we're going to post an episode in a couple days. It's going to do this. Oh, anyway. <laughs> and I'm usually really good at that. So yeah. I'm sorry to our listener and or listeners. <laughs> The just world. kidding. We love you. <laughs> we are so grateful for you. I say that listeners, not for you guys, but. You know, and our own self-deprecation. Like, you know, we're just, you know. <laughs> but every time, like, we talk to somebody who listens and they have comments that we've talked about, I'm like, oh, thanks for listening. So, anyway, I'm so sorry. Because yeah. that is so not me. Mm-hmm. And I know it's something that people do, right? You, I guess. Anyway, so what do you, I'm really sorry. I feel bad. I know yeah. you probably don't feel bad. <laughs> no. Only it... because you are willing to accept, like, whatever, stuff happens. And I don't think this is a pet peeve for you as much as it is for me. No, it 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 it, it is. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, it is. I. What What do you think is so? Somebody mm. needs to hold it accountable for not recording. You know, is somebody saying you didn't record? But that's exactly, I think, why, make, why it's such a pet peeve of mine yeah. is because, like, no one should be holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, you should know your limits. You should be self-actualized to realize what's important to you because then what's not. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. And I, it's just, it, I've, I've just noticed it. Um, it, which is just, it's just different because usually like I just won't offer something, right? I'm not going to offer to do something that I'm like, I'm probably going to back out of this later. Actually, I guess that's, I don't think I'm going to back out of it. Right. right. Like I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. So then what's going on with my self-actualization that I'm not aware that like, you're not going to do this or am I not making a priority? Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll remove the nails from this cross <laughs> that you're on and... <laughs> 
Um, I'll carry you to the <laughs> podcasting room. So this is me removing the nails from the cross. One wrist done. Other wrist And I'm giggling done. the whole time. Ankles done. And now I'll carry you all the way to the table so that you can record this podcast. <laughs> Are they just showing highlights? We just have the bag of the game on. Are they just showing highlights? Like, what's happening right it's now? It's highlights. Oh, I was like, did but, you start the game over? Like, what? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like, I feel like I lost sense of time. You, maybe they are. <laughs> I mean, how are your wrists and ankles feeling with those nails oh. out? <laughs> Obviously, they were weighing me down, and I'm completely... I'm going to go and uh, uh, lick my... <laughs> do you feel free? Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to stop making promises. <laughs> Although I just promised to post a picture of our martinis, and so we'll see. Mm, pressure. <laughs> anyway, all right. Thank you. As any good spouse would do, remove took me down from my cross. Yes. Um, we that just makes me think of a random story. We used to work together, and so we had the same boss. Um, and uh, and I have a very certain type of personality. I make jokes like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make jokes like this. Well. And just because I'm in the workplace doesn't mean I don't make goofy <laughs> jokes like this. <laughs> and um, and we are we're lawyers, right? We're smart people, so we work well. We work with other lawyers. I agree with one of those concepts. <laughs> okay. When we were working, it was an office full of lawyers. Mm-hmm. And. As a lawyer, I'm saying this about lawyers. I think generally lawyers can be quite humorless because they you're trained to like do, re, you know, just do certain things with the law and so when you're in the zone of lawyerliness, like you just take things very literally mm-hmm. and it's not you, but Ooh. I just um I I struggled being in a in an office full of like so many fucking lawyers. But anyway, I'm just setting the stage for like what we work in. Not to be critical of any one particular person because I think this is just happening. And it happened in this office where I would say stuff and people would look at me like, was that a, what is that? Because they took me so literally. Anyway, and so uh, you, anyway, I hadn't been there for really long. I'm trying to think how long I'd been there. Maybe like a year. And I didn't have to talk to the boss a whole lot. Um, I just did my thing. And so anyway, I had to go talk to the boss about something one time and I can't even remember what it was. It, I don't think it was huge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was, I'd, I'd made a mistake or something. And I, so I went into her office and we were talking about what happened. And um, I made a comment about hanging my, put hanging up a cross in her office and then hanging myself up on the cross. Oh dear. Someone else was in there too. So one of her right hand person, not her right hand, but her right right hand. Um, And so I'll I'll clarify who that person was in a minute or after we're done. So not the person who's always with her, but the other person who she was always with. Okay. Okay. And so and so that person's also sitting there who is also like just looks at things like a very specific way, right? Just a very lawyerly way. Anyway, so the boss takes a beat and she actually looked behind her. And then she was like, oh, she said it just like this. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) And the other person's like, who I'm pretty sure is Catholic, or at least, you know, is associated with Catholicism, Mm -hmm. uh, was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who's 
this. I mean, I'm not a kid. I, I mean, this was not that long ago. Right, so like, right. I was, I was in my mid, mid to late. I was in my late thirties right. when I did this. So I'm not being anyway. This is just who I am. And so anyway, that's made me think of like jokes I've made about being on crosses. And that reaction is one of my favorite things. Actually, mm. like the way she reacted to that was just like too perfect. Like she didn't completely dismiss it. You know, and it didn't go over her head. <laughs> and so, anyway. <laughs> and so, anyway, that's just one of my favorite stories about her. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because a couple times I've told that story of people who know her. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, what did she do? Because they're like, there's no way she like, she did, she acknowledged this or even laughed. <laughs> and I had many interactions like that with her where she was like, what did you just say? <laughs> all right. So anyway, <laughs> that's all. Enough cross talk. <laughs> so we can get off this cross now. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway. Okay. So uh, this week we're mostly going to talk about Salt Lake. Um, so it's episode fifteen. So it was the episode that aired on what was that? The fifth. January second. Yeah. Oh, day after New Year's. Oh, what's? Oh my God, has it really been that long? Yeah. Or I mean, I feel like that's so funny. I don't know what day it is. Anyway, whatever. It's last, last. It's been one week since almost. New Year's Day. Um. Oh, since New Year's Day, yes. Yeah. And almost a week since the last episode yes. of Salt Lake. Okay, so it aired on January second. Yes. It's called the Miseducation of Mary Cosby, who I keep wanting to call Crosby. <laughs> yeah. Because Cosby's a dirty word. <laughs> There's that. Anyway, so we're mostly going to talk about that and plus whatever like random stuff comes up. So we'll do our few good men quote just to give everyone a roadmap um, and making promises that I probably won't keep and I'll flagellate myself later for. You can't take away my whip where I'm going to like. (laughs) No, I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take away your whip. Nail yourself to that cross. I will pull out the nails every time. Okay. I'll give you your whip, whatever you need. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so I can go in the closet and <laughs> pay penance. Yes. Uh, anyway, also, like, I was super excited to eat a couple Takis before we recorded because I thought they pair perfectly with my martini, and they do. But there's, like, a little Taki dust stuck um, in my throat that I'm like, I'm going to start. Yeah, Takis are all heat. There's no flavor <laughs> delicious. there. Delicious. No, they've got a little citrus. Uh, it's all heat. Uh, salt. It's delicious. I love a Taki. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about Salt Lake. We're going to do our few good men quote here quick, and then we'll do Salt Lake. And then um, I know we have other things we want to discuss. Mm-hmm. So is that, is that order uh, amenable yeah. to you, counselor? Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so a few good men quote of the week. Sitting here, I, I'm going to confess I was not fully ready, but now I have two that are, like, perfect. Um so first, um, I'm, <laughs> I just was thinking about where we were talking about you uh, analyzing um, my, <laughs> um, my uh, 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 concern about, you know, letting people down or not, you know, or hanging myself on the cross. Anyway, so um, I, can't, I don't have the quote exactly. And you, please correct me. But whatever he says, when, again, like Tom Cruise and Demi Moore are having a fight. And, um, and she's like, were daddy's expectations really that high? And he's like, oh, spare me the cycle babble bullshit. And, it, and there's one word in there that I'm missing. Yeah. It's like father, anyway. Mm. So that's exactly what I was thinking just now when I thought you were like going to analyze, and you don't usually analyze me, mm-hmm. but I thought you were going to analyze me a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> and then I just thought of, um, 
uh, I just thought of um, the story I just told of uh, making a joke uh, with another lawyer, which now I realize is so perfect, right? And so Demi Moore approaches like Tom Cruise for like the second time they meet. And he's making jokes about the, because the, he's at the, the base softball field practicing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she's, and he says something about how they need the practice and cause she's like, why aren't you visiting your clients? And, and she, he, he's like, well, we need the practice. I think that's what it said, what it is. And she's like, that's not funny. And he's like, it's a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then later on, and now I can't remember what he says. And then, um, and then she just looks at him with like her, her, you know, her straight face and he's like, oh, come on. He's like, that was damn funny. Right. And so I'm like, that's me. That's me <laughs> trying to make jokes with lawyers. I'm like, oh, come on. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think you and I have actually had interactions like that where you don't literally say those words, but <laughs> you might as well. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like you don't say those words. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I would be the one to say that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's funny. And (laughs) why aren't you laughing? Yeah, exactly. No, and that's a Seinfeld thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, totally. No, totally. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any quotes, whether it's Few Good Men or something else that's been on your mind? I just like the you fucking people. So finish the quote for me. You fucking people. Uh, What is it? You don't know how to defend a nation. <laughs> oh, that's really... is, that, is that the next part? It might be. Right. Also, I'm really enjoying like your take on Jack Nicholson. Oh. <laughs> you are go I don't think you're doing it intentionally. You're going slightly like nasally to like make you sound oh, yeah, like, nasally. I, like, okay. I think that's what it would be. Mm. But you I think your delivery there was perfect. You, the way you said nation was just like <laughs> that was very Jack Nicholson. All right. <laughs> We're going to need you some sunglasses so you can sit in here and record the podcast with your sunglasses on. Oh, and that invoke, would be cool. And you, yeah, totally. And that could be one of our new cover photos. That would be cool. I wear my sunglasses at night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Or yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, so just in general to the world, you fucking people. Yeah. Oh, no, they don't know how to run a nation. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. Oh wait, you don't? I don't. Oh, you're. Oh, now you're. Mm. Now you're up on the cross. Is it your turn? Sure. <laughs> we take turns. Oh, absolutely. So if, if, if I'm taking your nails out, can you take my nails of out? Co- oh, I always do. <laughs> I also like tell you like all of these amazing good th- things about you, and you're like, no, no, put the nails back in. Put yeah. Them back in. <laughs> Yeah, take them out and put them back in. That's probably really painful, it right? It probably is. Yeah, take them out and put them back in. Oh my gosh! No, I think the most painful part is the literal is the hanging, because they put it in place. Now let's get into this. They put it in places where you can't relieve yourself from the pressure because if you're just yeah. the worst part is that you're hanging there. Right. So you're hanging there, and all this pressure is on your ribs and your right well section, and so you're like. You can't breathe and you're there's, just hanging there. There's that. And then there's also like the way that your feet are positioned. They're on an angle. Right. Where if you were flat, you could put pressure on your feet, which would help take the pressure off your hands. Yeah. And so by being on an angle, if you do push pressure, you're, the nails are there. So you're just driving that in deeper and you're not relieving the pressure from your hands. Right. And so it's, it's absolute torture. Yeah, it's torture. But so, anyway. so yeah, take my nails out and put them back in. I'll put your so you take them out of me. I'll put them into you. Then I'll take them out and you put them into me. There you got go. it. Yeah, I don't want to do that though. I think you'll put them yeah, in and I'll try fun. and take them out. <laughs> yeah. So you're oh you're directing this at you. 
What? The not yeah, being sure. able to run a nation. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I couldn't run a dog school. Stop, so. stop. <laughs> I actually, a dog school would be really difficult to run. So true, I don't think true. you could. <laughs> Dogs no, need an alpha. They need someone. Who, and not that you're not an alpha, but I'm just saying, like, they just need a very. I just. I think it'd be really. And some of those dogs are tough. Like, yeah. I, you know, I was able to handle our dog. I don't know if I could handle a whole group of dogs because she needed a lot of, like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying they need a really, really. I don't know if I could do it either. They yeah. need a really, really strong alpha that's like, this is the person in charge of the pack. So I'm just right. saying, not a lot of people could run a school of dogs. No, no. I, what What if you were running a school that was just about herding cats? Yeah, that would be impossible. No, because the mission of the school is to herd cats. Oh, I see. No, yeah. I just I just undermined my own thing. Anyway, I yeah. think you're yeah mixing metaphors. I am. Or, yeah, I'm really yeah. good at that. Yeah. I'm really. I, I'm really because herding cats is a metaphor for not being able to control things. I know. I was thinking about what if the business was like I'm not herding cats. Oh, that's, what, that's I, I can be thinking. successful. At yeah, that's, that's not, what I meant. <laughs> Because you just would put all the cats in the room and they're like... Just like, do whatever you want. Like, exactly. I think you'd be really good at that. I would. I could, <laughs> I could open a room and just say, put your cats in there and I'll let them do whatever they want. That's I could what do, I'm saying. I could do that. That's what I'm saying. That I could do. <laughs> Throw a couple cat trees in there. Sure. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Some very poorly maintained... Cat trees. Yes. Maybe we pull out the um, catnip. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Because it won't make a difference anyway. No. No. I just scratch that post with, <laughs> with or without catnip. No. <laughs> no, I, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I meant that you, would, you could run a school where your mission was not to hurt cats. Yes. Let the cats run free. And so that, you might be doing that right now. Yeah. I, You're not. Stop. That's probably about right. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anything else you want to say about that? No. <laughs> I think I think we've we've uh, as as our as our friends at Radio and Hell would say we farted around enough. <laughs> yes. We're gonna continue to. I mean, what? Whatever. This whole podcast is farting around. Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? Yes. Anyway. All right. So on to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, and again, episode 15, season two, uh, the miseducation of Mary Cosby. Yes. So it's all about Mary. Oh, it's all about Mary. (laughs) Oh, that's lame. Um, so she went fucking crazy on social media and I actually really, I should have sent all these to you before. Um, people were all over like what she said. So she, there's so many things, right? She... Um, she, the, the episode previously, she had told Jenny she loves her slanted eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, she is recounting her issues regarding Jenny with Meredith and she like makes fun of Jenny's accent right. in a mocking tone. And right. I, and like Meredith is just, doesn't say anything. Right. Right. Um, and then we have the thing she said a couple weeks ago on an episode about, um, Mexicans are thugs Mm-hmm. Um, comparing Jen, Jen Shaw to thugs and 
being, you know, like it makes them thugs, which is just, and again, Lee, and I, and I, I actually get Lisa's reaction there because it was so shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I would have said in that moment. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then um, we get Mary doubling down on, um, so then anyway, so then Jenny confronts Mary and takes all the women to go confront Mary yeah. um, about what Mary said about the slanted eyes. She has no idea what Mary has said. Um, that accent comment. She hasn't seen. She heard mocking, uh, mocking her accent. She hasn't seen that yet. Right. At this point, um, and then um, and then Mary doubles down on all this, and Meredith takes her side. Yes. Um, so um, and we can go back into what actually happened in the episode, but I just want to jump to like Mary's response on social media was disgusting because people, of course, were they they were going after Mary and Meredith. Like yeah. Meredith is getting criticized for yeah, not doing anything about be. it. Yeah. yeah. And she had different defenses. And then Mary um, is also getting criticized. And um, and one person said that Mary um, has actually brought a darkness to the show that's not fun. Mary's hmm. response to this person, um, by darkness, by, are you making a comment about me being black? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, this is all burying the lead because what's the lead? Yeah. What is the lead? You tell me. Well, so I'm glad you brought up Meredith because I wanted to, to bring that up too. Like she is complicit in this. Absolutely. Um, so because she seems to be defending or at least, uh, I think she's complicit in this. I I think she's defending. Because so... Mary makes fun of um, Jenny's accent in a lunch with Meredith. Yep. And Meredith is like, she seems uncomfortable with it and just says, don't do characters. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, right. (laughs) And then um, Jenny confronts um, Mary at the uh, Wild Rose party. Mm -hmm. And and Meredith is like, "Uh, well... She's very, I wouldn't say that, but I don't know that it's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, but she's then the one to be triggered by certain, by things said about gay people. Uh, or I'm like, give me a break. Oh, that's a so great because, point. Because it, because it affects oh, you. If it affects point. her, then it's offensive. But if point. it's offensive to, if it affects her and her family, oh, it's offensive and you cannot say that. That's a great point. But... If it's, um, you know, comments about thugs or slanted eyes, yeah. then, oh, well, I wouldn't say that, but oh, maybe people find it offensive. Yeah. I'm like, that's just disgusting to me that yeah. if it's personal to her, then that's she's like, point. that's offensive. But I hadn't even thought if about it's that. not about her, then yeah, I, well, I don't care. That. She doesn't care. No, she doesn't. No, that's a great point. That's disgusting, actually. Now that see, that makes it even worse. I think, right, right, because you can't just be a person, right? Because to everybody else's credit, everybody else is like, and they're like, "This is all bullshit." Yeah, this is all bullshit. And no, and that's a great point. Like the fact that Meredith won't even, yeah. even like go to that or right. um, concede to that that this is just on a human level, like inappropriate and un- unacceptable. Right, right. Oh, that's a great point. That makes it even worse. Yeah. No, I think. And, and and I know you've said these are terrible people, I and I mean, 
Meredith has gone that camp. I mean, I, I think absolutely agree. because that's, yeah, that's just really awful. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that, about how complicit Meredith is in this. And, yeah. And she actually now, so Mary didn't show up to the reunion. So the reunion yeah. filmed on Thursday um, and then Mary didn't show up. Right. Um, and um, we, which is also very typical of Mary, right? Whenever all these things are brought up, like the church stuff and these other, yeah. this racist stuff now, like she avoids and she mis- she redirects and she doesn't want to talk about this. And so I'm actually not surprised she didn't show up. But as we know, like in the past, what's happened is like when a housewife doesn't show up to her union, she is either quitting and or she gets fired. Yeah. And so... Um, I said very strongly that I'm like, she needs to get fired. And so this is it, like, um, is is indicative of that, that she's she's not going to be back on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she's not going to be back on the show. Did she quit or did she get fired? Do you know. know? No. So the thing I found was, which I appreciate, thank you. And I don't know, I think it's a listener um, sent me a message. That's how I found out about it first, actually. And then you sent me the message, like, around, almost exactly the same time. I got the message at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thank you to you and then our listener who like sent me the information that I was like, oh my gosh, like, um, yeah, that she, um, got fi- that she wasn't at the reunion. So I went back and looked it up and well, not looked it up, but then I was looking through Instagram and another, um, housewives, uh, Instagram posted a screenshot. Um, Andy, I'm thinking did, I don't know if it was an Instagram live or just something, but he posted, ask me anything. And somebody asked, was Mary at the reunion? He said, no. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I know is that she was not at the reunion. Um, and I do know we can jump to the conclusion about the firing thing because, or quitting. Because, yeah. of, because of what happened with Beverly Hills, a couple of shows. Beverly Hills is the first one that I'm aware of where Adrian Maloof didn't show up to the um, reunion and a statement came out later that she didn't show up, which means she was fired, hmm. that she was fired because of that. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know when Lisa Vanderpump didn't show up to that reunion for Beverly Hills. Um, I think she didn't show up, right? Or did she show up and then quit? Yeah. I um, don't now remember. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to stop that because now I can't remember. But... So that's why people are jumping to that conclusion. But I haven't seen anything that actually says she's been fired and or quit yet. Okay. Because my thought is she quit and she's being a coward. Mm-hmm. I think she's being a coward because she is going to get questioned and interrogated about these comments at the reunion. And she quit. Out of cowardice. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 she's a coward. Yeah. And she needs to go away. Yeah. Um, I I think her church also needs to be shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I that's what and I think that's what she's really avoiding. I think she was really avoiding more talk about her church. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. As we're seeing the season unfold, there's a lot of shit for her to avoid. Yeah. So I'm saying that too, to your point about, to your analysis about Meredith. Now I'm like, Meredith should have to go as well. Because if she's going to, if, if she truly is complicit mm-hmm. in this and was defending this person, then I think that person should be fired as well. Yeah. And that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying. No. Uh, I and, and Meredith is at the reunion. I hope she has to answer these questions. Me too. I hope she answer, has to answer those questions. I know. I think yeah. it's going to be really good. I, yeah. It's possible. I mean, 
I think we're looking at a three-part reunion. It's possible we'll get four parts. Because mm-hmm. if they did four parts for um, Beverly Hills and talk about Erica Jane's stuff, mm-hmm. like, there's so much to talk about here. Yeah. They could easily do an episode, a full ep- reunion episode about Jen Shaw's stuff, mm-hmm. a full episode just about Mary's stuff, and then yeah. a full episode about just the season in general. Yeah. And plus whatever other things you want to talk about. So, anyway. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that's just my... Now, what you just said actually makes Meredith just is disgusting to like not to not this is because this is on its face like this is unacceptable right this is unacceptable right anyway so i don't know um that's i i just that insight is like right on yeah no i i think meredith is complicit yeah and she defended and didn't jump in i mean i think you can say i'm your friend but don't say that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. really awful. And I think it, it, it's been a history with Mary. Because yeah. did she say, she even said very derogatory things about black people. Because yeah. did she say something about like the black people in front of the 7-Eleven? Yeah, like she something? won't, she either won't go to 7-Elevens or her son wasn't allowed to go to 7-Elevens or yeah. She's like, right. and it was, it was specifically because of black people and black, yeah, it was like yeah. something about that. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. she's disgusting. Yeah. And no, it's horrible. Yeah. And so she's made all these racist comments. She has, she's stealing money from her congregation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to fund a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. She, it's not like she's taking that money and giving it to feed the poor. You know, she's spending it on fact, on her fashion. Or making care packages for a... Right, (laughs) right. Or making care packages for Wild Rose. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. No, it's true. We can see it's all going to her. Like, yeah. they're not, they're not, and that's a great point, too. Like, they're not out doing charity. No. Like, you, that's a great point. Like, th- that's, it's not going anywhere. No, that's disgusting. It's, it's yeah. all going in her closet. Yep. Oh, she's yep. so gross. Yep. Yep. Where she, that, that piece, Gardens Lunch, which I know now we're going back an episode, every time they show a clip in that, and she's got the, I think they're Louis Vuitton sunglasses. So they've got the, um, what do they call it? I just lost it now. Whatever the tint is. The tint yeah. that has the logo on there. Plus like the little, <laughs> I'm like, you are horrible. Yeah. And I can't mean to look those glasses up. I, yeah. I mean, who knows how much they cost? Yeah. Um, and the way that then she's trying to have like a conversation at this. And I'm like, you suck. Yeah. And she's like looking through those like literally rose tinted glasses with Louis Vuitton logos. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. No, I'm so happy. Like... It's so funny because, like, last season I didn't like her because she was boring. And this season I don't like her because she's disgusting. I think yeah. she's a disgusting human being. Oh, she's, yeah. yeah. So. Yep. She is. Should we pull out the cross? <laughs> she, no, she doesn't deserve to be on the cross, to be honest. <laughs> um, she just anyway. deserves to go away. I, uh, I mean, if uh, she deserves to go away, I don't know if people in her congregation will go away, but yeah. she doesn't deserve anything yeah. that she's gotten. So, no. Yeah. No. Ugh. Um, uh, I decided I really like Lisa. I, I do too. A I lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I think there's, uh, I know there's a conflict between Lisa and Meredith. Like they used to be best friends. I think that's great. And, I don't know what is... I'm not quite clear on what's driving the divide. I, I think Meredith is upset that Lisa won't denounce Jen enough. 
okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's but, the conversation we had last week about loyalty. Yeah. Meredith has this has this her definition of loyalty and Lisa's not living up to it and she wants she wants Lisa to treat Jen a certain way. Yeah. Because of how Jen treated Meredith and her family and she keeps saying I think she says her family was terrorized. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I don't I can't remember the word she used. Okay, then <laughs> I no, I know. How how was um, Jenny treated totally. How were on camera? By the right, way, right, right, right. On camera, right. All this stuff with Brooks did not happen on camera. Right. I'm just gonna say. Right. Like, yes, social media sucks. All of this stuff with Jenny happened on camera. Right. So, yeah, and they're both recorded, but yeah. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. No, I know. Anyway, so no, it's true, and I, I actually, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. Because I think they were super tight. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I need to go back and rewatch first season. But oh they yeah, were, they were they were thick as thieves. They were best right. friends. Right. And I, re- I remember we've talked about this before. Like watching this divide devolve, or if, I guess the divide itself is evolving. Um, and um, and that it starts with this gen thing and continues to just get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. The divide between them. And I had speculated too that it was it's also being filmed. Like we've seen this happen. I think it happened with Heather and Heather and Jen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were and they still are, but I think they they were really good friends. And then they start filming the show together, and they see their friend who they thought they knew and the way they're behaving on camera, um, and with these other women. And it's it it just changes things. It changes mm-hmm. the dynamic. It changes their their connection with this person. And so I initially thought that this was rooted in that. Yeah. Um, but I think fundamentally, like we're seeing like who they are, I think to an extent, like come out and, um, and it's, uh, I think Lisa's like settling in and she's fine. And Meredith yeah. is, Meredith wants to settle in as the victim. So I'm like, okay, if I, if I were her friend, I'd be like, really, is this, right. what, is this what we're going to be? The first, yeah. I, right. I, no, thanks. Right. Lisa's not that kind of person. Lisa right. does not entertain anything related to victimhood at all. Yeah. Yeah, and and I guess I would say that Lisa's, the one thing where Lisa struggles is she just wants, and and maybe it's not a bad thing, I think Lisa wants to be a peacemaker, and sometimes maybe that's not possible, um, because I think that Lisa, she wants to... I think Lisa didn't didn't Lisa and Vale have try, try and mend things with Mary or at least was really cozying up to Mary. I don't think that was about peace being a peacemaker. No, but she's not, I I don't think she's willing to cut off Mary. No, right. No, that's interesting because I was going to ask you what you meant by her being a peacemaker, and I could see how her going to talk to Mary was a way to like. Just yeah. mend fences a little bit. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're right. That's it. And you're right. What's different about Lisa is not wanting to cut people out. And I right. think we see that over and right. over again with right. her and Whitney. Right. Um, she she's willing to engage in these conflicts and she's not even willing to, I don't think Lisa even I not that she's not willing to, she doesn't need to. She doesn't see the need to put up strict boundaries mm-hmm. and to, because she is very comfortable in her own skin. Right. And so she's just cool being her. And then as these issues come up, she's like, well, whatever. And then she's yeah. like, but, and, and actually, I'm, now I want to go back and look at this. I don't think it's Lisa going to anybody with the problems. It's people coming to her saying, I have a problem with you. And I'm like, she's like, okay, but. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. 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 But anyway, and so, but I think to your point, yeah, I don't think she, I, I think that's a great insight too. Like she's not, she's not, she's not, she doesn't jump to like, I'm going to cut you out of my life. Which no, we've seen Jen right, do, right. which, and, and this is what I'd say, like, we've seen Jen do that. I think Heather struggles with that too. Like, I think he- for Heather, it's more about boundaries. I think Heather is trying to put boundaries in place sometimes, yeah. but she also does not want to cut anybody out. Um, I think Whitney doesn't know what to do. Whitney gets upset and then she right. wants to like talk, but also she doesn't really know how to, I don't think she's not, maybe it's like she has issues with conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that's a great point. Lisa, really, like Lisa's like, I don't need to cut you out of my life. I'm just going to put you, I, I, I don't know, I don't even know how to put it. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I just thought it was interesting that Lisa seems to be trying to mend fences and I get agree. along with everybody. Yeah. But, um, and even if it's just for the sake of the show. Right. 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 Yeah, that's a great point. Because I mean, she does try to she does try to talk to Mary in the last she does. episode. I mean, she tries to talk to Meredith. And, she tries to talk to Jen. I mean, you know, and and I will say, like, she's not yelling at them. I, she no. When she talks to Mary about what Mary said about Mexicans, she does it in a really loving, compassionate way. Yeah. She's not attacking. She's mm-hmm. piling on because this is a good... I don't, I don't think it's piling on, but she's like, oh, here we are talking about this issue. Let me bring this up too, just so Mary's aware. I think that's really what she thinks. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, I got to make Mary aware of this. And it does mm-hmm. protect Lisa too because Lisa knows if she was on camera. Right. Which right. I totally respect that position. Right. I would too. I'd be like, shit, I was on camera. I better address this. Yeah. But she doesn't yell. No. She doesn't get in Mary's face. Right. She doesn't even use like super judgy language. Like she's... I think compared to the other women, relatively compassionate yeah. in the way she yeah. talks to Mary. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, which is also then where I'm going to judge Meredith for like, you know, being so quick to like hold Lisa to this standard that's unnecessary because I think Lisa, you know, like Lisa, you know, there's no reason to like be so hard on Lisa because she's not doing what, she, what Meredith wants her to do with Jen. Right. And, and, you know, and, and isn't it worth keeping maybe a friend around like that who isn't right. going to just yell at you at the drop of a hat? Right, right. That's interesting. Right. But that's why I'm super interested about next week because we see in the teaser how Jen provokes Lisa to the point of, like, Getting she's her like, face. you want to go? Right. She got to, she gets in her face. I just got chills. I'm right. so excited. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah, uh, Jen gets in her face, and then so. and then Lisa yells her, "You want to go?" Right, right. I watched it a couple times. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. But those sons of bitches, they're probably they're probably gonna save that for the very end of next week's episode. Yeah, which would be tomorrow's episode, and then um, or tonight, whenever you're watching this or listening to this, and then so we're gonna have to wait. I'm so yeah. excited to see like. Also, how to get Lisa, because of everything we're talking about, how do you get Lisa to that point? Mm. What does it take to get Lisa to that point? That's really interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. no, I'm a fan. I love yeah. Lisa. I, I like Lisa, too. I, I, I think mean... she's the queen bee, too. Who do you think is the queen bee? I, you know, I, I think Salt Lake lacks a queen bee. <gasps> I think you got a lot of... A lot of passive aggressive. A lot of Bettys or beta. Yeah, Betty. Well, I think you got beta Bettys. Right. I think you have a lot of passive aggressive. Uh, well, I guess Lisa Barlow is the maybe she's. To me, she's 
Lisa Vanderpump of yeah. like she knows how to stir stuff yeah. but not be in the stuff. Yeah, she's really <laughs> like good. she's, she's really good, good at her at job. She's really like, good at Like I it. I guess I if your question is who's best at the job of being on reality TV, Lisa Barlow for sure. Yeah. With Heather maybe a close second. Yeah, Heather's really um, good. like they're good at that Lisa's good at that job. She's yeah. Um, she, no, she's really good. She's engaging in the conflict mm-hmm. and you know, she she doesn't go out there and and you know get herself in deep trouble. No, but just she gets herself in enough that um, she does. So I yeah I, I, I guess I would say I I won't say the alpha, but Lisa Barlow is the best at her job. I would on say this show. I would say Vanderpump was the queen bee though. For you to make that comparison, until she you don't think she was well, well but the queen bee in the sense that everyone bowed to her. Like, I, I felt like people were hesitant to attack Lisa Vanderpump. I don't know that they have that same hesitation about I, Lisa Barlow. I think they attack her because she's the one in power. Right, but they, they're not attacking... I, I don't feel like they're attacking Lisa Barlow in the same way. I actually think she has more power. I think the way they... I think because... I actually think in some ways, like, she's even more powerful yeah. than Vanderpump. Well, if you're in the Bravo universe, who are you more afraid of? Oh, Vanderpump. Yeah. Because she does shit behind the scenes. Right. Lisa's not doing that. No, right, right. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I just, I don't see anyone insult like that's that. No, but maybe it's just, a di- I think it's a different iteration of Queen Bee. So actually, let me clarify too what I mean by Queen Bee. So which, so one of my favorite things to find out, which is really hard to, no, it's really not hard to, I don't know, I don't know how hard it is to find out, but I don't seem to find out until later on. But I love finding out like how these franchises get built. Mm -hmm. And so what they do is they find a community, right? And they like, they find one person who is the center um, and who has the names, who has the contacts and who has ideas about who should be on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what's interesting is that on Beverly Hills, that was, uh, that's Kyle. Okay. And so Kyle was the one that brought all these women together. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're in charge. Right. And so, um, and by being in charge, I think it means that, I just have to think about what I mean by Queen Bee and that part of it. Mm-hmm. So right now, I guess I mean, who's the maven? Who's the one that brought everybody together? Mm-hmm. And so for Beverly Hills, it's Kyle. I found out for Potomac, it was, um, I can't remember her name, Sharice? Okay. Which I think is interesting. Wow. No, I know, right? Which is so interesting. That shocked me. And I heard Giselle say that. Giselle said, because she was on a different podcast that I was listening to, mm-hmm. and she was talking about, because they were asking the Calisol came together, and she's like, oh, it was it's actually Sharice. Sharice had all the names. And I would say that Giselle feels like the queen bee on Potomac. Sure. Even yeah. though uh, Karen wants to be. Right. Um. And also, I like that, too. I like playing that. And I think I saw that in Brian Moylan's book. Like, there's the queen bee, and there's the person who wants to be the queen bee, or thinks they're the queen bee. Anyway, so I'm trying to think which others I know. I think, I think Bethany, no. No, it wasn't Bethany. I don't know who's on New York. Anyway, so that's my first question, is who, when I look at Salt Lake, who is the most likely to have been the, that person? Mm-hmm. And I think to compare to Potomac, I think what happened was like Sharice happened to be the main contact person, but she didn't have the personality to lead on the show, clearly. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's also my least favorite on there. Yeah. Um, so I guess, who do you think, 
and someday I want to find out. We'll have to dig a little bit. Um, who do you think? I think it would have been Lisa. I think Lisa, it makes sense to me that Lisa was like the center of all this and had all the names and contacts and information. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I just don't... Uh, that's a really interesting question for Salt Lake because I'm not getting that from any of them. Because mm, the passive-aggressive thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lisa. Yeah, I could see she has contacts. Um, but, like, if you were on Real Housewives of Salt Lake, you're like, okay, who do I need to bow down to? Who do I need to please? Who do I, I need? Lisa who am I feels, afraid of? Lisa feels pretty. I maybe I am a little afraid of Lisa. Yeah. She brought Cameron and introduced him to Meredith. Right. And she's willing to forgive, but what we're gonna find out, too, like you know what I mean? Like she keeps meeting with Whitney. Whitney keeps bowing to her because right. Whitney keeps coming back trying to repair things, and Whitney's the one that keeps fucking that up. I think I'd be afraid. If I was afraid of anybody, it would be Lisa. Yeah. All right. What All do you right. think? Yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> Who would you? You're, so you're not afraid of anybody. Though. I no, not at this point. I yeah. guess, but I'll allow that. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, um, and actually, I mean, in some ways, Heather, because actually, I would say they do in, operate independently. Heather doesn't, and that Heather doesn't uh, bow to. She's not afraid of Lisa. Right. So. Yeah, maybe. But it she's is also, Lisa. Maybe, well, maybe it's Lisa because I think Heather feels like she. Yeah, because there was that stuff last season about Heather feeling disrespected. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. Which, God, God bless Lisa. No, seriously, because Lisa's being messy. Making yeah. those comments about Heather in college that she just right. heard. Right. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's like, maybe they co, they're co-queens. Right. Maybe Lisa and Heather, like combined, would be the queen bee. Right. I don't know. Right. Anyway. <laughs> um, a couple of the things I wanted to mention that I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed this when you watched it again. Um, was that fucking Angie Harrington or whatever her last <laughs> name is? There Sarah again. Jane. Right. Sarah Jane are at this party or at right. the launch party, and I'm like, oh my god, here we are again trying to be housewives. They are so boring. Like, and maybe they'll end up being on the show, hey, but my, there's a vacancy. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, because well, I would say no because we started off with five. We added Jenny, so we were at six. Yeah. And so we'll be fine with five. Okay. But, ooh, also, like, another, like, blonde, sorry, listeners, but, like, blonde, white, Mormon. No, thank you. Yeah. We've already got enough of those on the show. That that demographic is maxed out on the no, show. How many of them do we have? I would say Whitney and Heather technically count as, like, the yeah. blonde. Two? In yeah. Utah, where... I'm just saying for the purpose of the show. Okay. Clearly, clearly the show does not represent the actual demographic <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep wondering if I should bring this to, I'm not going to go very much into this. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, the show does not be like, yep, that's what you see in Utah on an everyday basis. Right. Just saying. Right. And I will say this too. I'm a woman of color, and I grew up in that state, and I was very hyper aware of the fact that I was a woman of color. I, I wasn't a woman all the time. But I, we, my family was of color, and there were situations we were reminded we were of color, okay. and we were not the majority. It was very clear. Oh. I'm just saying. All right. I'll just say this for a story someday. Black Hair Church. That's all I'm going to say. Remember the Black Hair Church story? Oh. Oh, maybe you don't remember that story. Oh, I love that story. That doesn't sound good. We're way, no, no. We're way into this. But okay. it's just indicative of like the community we grew up in. So anyway. Sure. How, sure. I, anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Anyway. But I'm just saying. That demographic is filled. Unless. Okay. 
I guess here's how they could fill up. I think one of Sarah, either Sarah Jane or Angie is an active Mormon or more active than Whitney and Heather. And, and Lisa. I, yes, but Lisa's not blonde. I have, I have oh. to check. Let, pay attention. <laughs> not blonde. She's white. I know, but I was, but I will say this growing up, that was the thing we, we okay. were very, and I'm sorry. I love you. I love you blonde it, listeners. This so is not it's blonde hair. Attack. It doesn't have to do with like skin color or ethnicity. It's blonde Shut up. Hair. No, because then per that logic, we've got Jen Shaw's blonde wig at the blonde party. <laughs> but that's not Is that natural. what you're saying? No. No, that's not natural. <laughs> Anyway, I love you listeners, all of you, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying for the purpose of the show, I don't want to like make anybody feel bad because I appreciate everyone's support. Right. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> but that would be the only, they can't, I guess here's, they can't both come on the show. They can't. No, not both of them. They seem no. so lame. No. And thank you to our listeners because I, that has been confirmed. <laughs> Maybe not Angie, Sarah Jane's lame, lameness has been confirmed. Yes. So anyway. I but would, yeah, I would take Angie. She seems all right. Maybe, probably. But also, I love that we don't really hear them say anything, but we do get their like <laughs> the little thing at the bottom of the screen that identifies them. Right. I love when the producers do that because that's so fucking intentional. Right. I just love the game they play. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to make note of that because that yeah. was very fun to watch. I also wanted to mention. Um, uh, this whole rebranding thing of Whitney's is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across something in social media a little bit about why it costs her so much. Yeah. Is, have you looked this up? No. No, I, I was just curious because this seems like a... I mean, they're not changing anything real. Yeah. They're changing the, the, the name and the trait and the so, marks. I mean, like... Uh, so what it is, and that's what I wondered too... She had to buy out the people that she started it with. So oh, she had wow, part, really? yeah. So oh, that's, so she was trying to take it. It's not rebranding. She's taking it, it over. It is, but if it was taking it over, she would leave the name, which was, and now I can't remember the old name. because Is Iris and Bo. Yes. But, but, so she's buying them out. And that, that's she different. It. I, I mean, to me, this is a sales job of rebranding. Yes. No, she's taking it over. And, and change and rebrand. So, so I think that's an important piece. I agree. Taking it over. I, yeah. And rebranding. Which is why Whitney sucks at her job. <laughs> right. She should be telling this on the screen. I found her tweet. Like somebody asked her about it. Or I think it was like an after show interview. Yeah. And she explained this. And I'm like. Whitney, like you should have explained this in the show because right. we don't know. Right. But for this fucking universe of Bravo, I would have no idea what a step and repeat is. Yeah. Like I have seen one, but I would not know that's what it's called is a step and repeat. So for Christ's sake, like then look for opportunities to teach us things. If she wants to teach us all about these sales schemes about Jen Shaw and be able to reread indictments to us, then f- could you tell us about business? Do yeah. you know what business is? Yeah. I hate her so much. <laughs> no. Um, information that would have been... Oh, I guess that's a different movie. But information that would have been helpful yesterday. Right. Like, no, I know. Because I think, and that makes sense to me, that that's where most of the money is. Of course, you have to buy new bottles and you have to pay for someone to make you a new logo. And to me, if I was in her position and I wanted to take over a business and just make it mine and then name it after me, yeah. that makes sense. Right. Because that's what she's done. 
But no, right? Because that's what the point of Wild Rose is. Right. It's her name. Right. And so I get that. Yeah. But I agree. That's a very relevant piece to this whole conversation. Yeah. As that, no, I want to take control of this and I want to name it after me. Anyway, I hate her. Yeah. But I just, I wanted to share that. I thought it was really interesting information that she didn't share on the show. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I didn't know that because I was wondering that myself when I was watching the show. I'm like, wait, she's spending their... Which on a party. I doubt that. I, so maybe that was their liquid savings yes. account. But she's spending that on merchandise and a party. I know. Um, so number one, okay, maybe the amount they state on the show could be the merchandise and the party. It sounds like there's a lot more into it than... Absolutely. Because if she's buying out partners... That could be a bigger figure than and, they're standing on the show, and I'm like, and so now I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, because I thought like, wait, you're spending all this money on just a changing part, the I, name and new bottles, and like I can see why that's upsetting to Justin, right? Yeah. But I see that it's yeah. she's buying out her partners, yeah. which could be a bigger figure than what they're stating. I, and, they spent yeah. in their liquid savings. Right. But, right. No, and when she was saying she was trying to get a million dollar line of credit, and right. I'm like, no, all of that makes sense now. Yeah. No, and I appreciate, and, and here again, this is where, like, women know how to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. Like, Heather informing us on the show, like, how saturated this market is. I really appreciate that insight from Heather. It was, like, two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Where she was like, this market is really saturated. Yeah. And number one, like Whitney has the courage to try and like break it in this market. Right. And she's doing, and then Heather's perception, she's doing a good job. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciate Heather saying something like that related to the business. I'm like, oh, that's a great point. This is really saturated. Right. Which is also why Justin's like, oh my gosh, there's so many, not that he's thinking, who knows if he's thinking like that. But anyway. Yeah. No, I know. Like, whatever. No, I thought that was really pertinent information. Right. And who knows what Whitney would probably say is that maybe she did say it and she got a poor edit and blah, blah, blah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, maybe. but I wanted to share what I what I found out about that because again, like we keep seeing this, and I was like, "What the fuck with this?" Like, like I'm with you. Like, we're spending all this on a party and some new bottles, right? And right, some bags, right, right? Right. Anyway, no, that helps. That yeah. helps. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back, and we're gonna finish up talking about Salt Lake and all the other. We have lots of other stuff to talk about. So okay. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna take a quick break. Break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Yes. Also, I just heard the fridge making some rumblings. <laughs> just before we started recording, I was like, is it going to threaten to do stuff again? It's going to threaten to make ice? Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, yes, doing stuff. Right. Anyway, okay, so um, we're going to talk more about Salt Lake. What else do you have for Salt Lake that you want to talk about? Oh. No, so, I think we covered it because the main thing was, for me, was Meredith. But Oh, yeah, that was, that, yeah. yeah. Let me think what else. Because, oh, Jen, of course, like her yeah. whole victim story. Yeah. We uh, should put that, all that together. But, yeah. Um, and then I think you heard me listening to the clip from next week where it's her and Shaw talking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, and anyway, we won't get into that yet. But, yeah. oh, my God. Oh. Oh, that, so <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> mm -hmm. What would you do if, like, came home? How was your day? all right i got arrested it turns out <laughs> i made mishandled some money <laughs> okay what would you do well if we were in this situation it depends <laughs> so you're shaw i'm jen but it depends i that let's say it's the actual situation like oh 
but we don't know the actual situation because how much did Sean know? I know. Coach or Jen? uh, How much did Sharif Sean know? Coach Sean know? Let's say I don't think he knows. Do you think he knows stuff? (sighs) To me, that's a question. That's an open question because how do you not know? Okay, how much we? How much are we making to live this lifestyle? Versus, like, I don't want to know, you know? <laughs> to me, at least, he didn't want to know how they're living this lifestyle based on what they were both oh, doing. It's totally making ice right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead. No. The fridge interrupted you first, by the way. <laughs> yes. He didn't want to know. To me, that's the question is, did he ask questions about how are we able to live this lifestyle based on what we're making? Um why is there so much cash? Right. Because, because I get, I think it's possible that he, 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 it's possible that here, here, here's the thing. If he's, if he's like, yeah, I have a hint and I don't care, then he's all in. Um, if he's like, I had no idea. You love this person and yeah. defend them, but there's a problem there. So, so, so you wouldn't leave. No. Yeah, I think I think what you just said about when you love them, and and I think that actually this goes to the thing with Heather too. I think she really loves Jen. You know, and it's mm. like, did she do something wrong? Maybe, but she still loves her. Right. 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 So anyway. Right. No, I was, as I was watching that clip from next week's episode, I was like, huh. I'm like, that's a great hypothetical. And I yeah. think what you just said, I, I think, because here, here's to me at like a, like a base, not, not a base, but like a, I think a, a more like possible scenario. It's just like, she starts bringing all this money home. Or mm-hmm. let's say like she quit, you know, whatever job she was doing. She's like, I found this new job where... You know, I create my, I can create leads and, you know, and, um, and now as I'm saying this, I can see how, what you're saying, like he had to know something or he just didn't want to know the details. Yeah. Right. Because if she, but he's just not asking. He's, oh, actually he's never there. That's true too. Oh, he's but never there. He's never there, but he knows what house they live in. He knows what, uh, yeah. But and now that and that's a good point too because she doesn't know what party she's throwing. Right. No, and she and she made that joke the first yeah, season about how right. she's hiding stuff from him. Right. Well, because where I was gonna go was like every time she creates a corporation where they're hiding all this money and moving it through, like. He's not on them. It doesn't sound like because we're no, not because like what's interesting about Eric, and this is interesting because that was the issue with Erica on Beverly Hills is her name's on shit mm-hmm. and Tom and she's trying to say she doesn't know but she had to sign something to put her name on it but I can see again like you're very trusting and you're like okay cool whatever you need right um, but anyway so she's creating all these corporations I mean anyway so I was gonna say like here's the scenario that's I think a compromise that's like she says like oh, I've got this business what is it. Oh, it's sales. We generate leads. Mm-hmm. And you ask a little bit more like, wait, so what do you do? Oh, I do this. And there's some, there's a little tiny alarm in the back of your mind going off. You're like, I don't like the way this sounds. Mm-hmm. But it's sales can be icky. So whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And really shitty things can happen in sales. 
And so maybe it's that. Maybe it's that he was aware and he was just like, oh, I don't love the sound of this, but it's not, it doesn't sound like it's illegal. And also I wouldn't jump, my mind wouldn't jump to like, you know, if I was like, so you came home, you're like, so I've got this new idea for a business. I'm like, cool. I'm not going to assume you're doing something illegal. Right. But anyway, um, so you bring up a good point about, about what he knew or didn't know. I think it would be possible. I mean, you and I talk a lot and we've literally worked together. We talk a lot about what we do and I don't know, maybe they're, I'm sure there are couples that don't talk about their day. Right. You know, you know that this person helps you pay the bills or doesn't help you pay the bills or whatever. They say, I'm making this much money. You're like, perfect. I, you know, I don't know. You're not right. going to jump to the conclusion that your partner has done something illegal. Right. But that's the question. Then you find out that it might be or yeah. is. Um... His demeanor is just so... It doesn't seem... It seems very patient. Mm-hmm. And wanting to get through something, it doesn't seem like he knows. I guess I, we don't know him actually, but he doesn't come across somebody that's hiding something. No, no. Which means he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> um, I yeah, I would accept that, but yeah, I I don't know. I I would still say he's str- he might be struggling with it. Yeah. Like defending this person that he loves and right. but also let's... realizing that maybe there's awful things that she did. Yeah. I, no, and you, your point about the love, that's where I was just going to go back to. I was like, so let's just say like I intentionally <laughs> was like, oh, nope, this is our business model. <laughs> We're going to launder money. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I get arrested and you're like, did you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. Would you ask me if I did it? I don't know what I would do. Ask you if you did it. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if I would. Actually, I don't know if I would. Yeah. I, I don't know if question. I would think to. Hmm. I think in the moment you'd be like, you got arrested? Like, what the fuck? And right. Like, what? And then you're, looking, you're trying to read through the indictment. Right. I, I don't know what I would ask. Yeah. Uh, maybe I would at some point. Like, did you do this? Right. So let's just say I said I did it. Okay, so we need good attorneys. <laughs> and you're like, but you're still like, well, I love you and I'm not going anywhere. We'll figure this out. Yeah, and I guess it depends on the thing. I mean, oh, let's this say it's this. Way... I don't know. And it's such a different situation because, I mean, they have a couple of kids and... So do we. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> you're like, I, we do? Yeah, it... it... I just, no, you're right. It the gets kids, complicated. The kids. It gets complicated because mm. we need to take care of these kids, yeah. and you now you've maybe brought these kids into something that they shouldn't be in. So, and, and then I saw something else. Yeah, her they gave this money has like bought a lot of things for family. Right. So it's super. It's super. No, I think your point about it's super complicated. Yeah, it's, super it's complicated. complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That, um, it's funny, like, that actually is, um, entertaining is the wrong word, but it is entertainment because it's a TV show. Um, that storyline is still really entertaining to watch a, 
unfold. Yeah. Um, and it's nice too because like because Jen is so convinced of her innocence, like she's letting the cameras in everywhere. Right. And so, which was what we didn't get to see with Erica, mm-hmm. um, and on Beverly Hills. And so it's just it, it really is watching like this drama unfold, mm-hmm. kind of like an Ozark. Yeah. Um, about and actually that's a good comparison too. We haven't actually watched all of that. Um, uh, but it's the same thing. Actually, there's this married couple. They've got kids. It's complicated. Shit's going down. They're sticking it out, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, I My other comment was, I commented to you how horrible that lighting was that, in that room that they chose. Yes. at the at the, Which I do want to go to the Ivy, by the way. Yeah. Um, we got to put that on our list of places to go in Salt Lake. But... Um, it's and and what my and I didn't get a chance to say this on radio from hell, but I was going to say like it's bad lighting for a housewife. It's not bad lighting for a normal person, because like they put I don't know anything about makeup, but I know like I do know like you have to put makeup on in a certain way depending on the lighting that you're going to be in, because mm-hmm. um, we've seen it happen on Watch What Happens Live when they change the lighting and stuff like. They, they, I think you put makeup on a certain way if you have a certain type of bright light and then you put makeup on in a different way if you're doing different kinds. Anyway, it depends on the lighting you're going to be in. Yeah. And they call it contouring, just so you know, like what they, they do things. Uh, anyway, it's a whole thing. So I, so anyway, the lighting is horrible. They all look just like the, it's above them and it's really harsh and it's making their makeup make them look like they're dead or zombies or something. Yeah. Anyway, and so all of their makeup, they just look horrible horrible in the sliding yeah and i can't and i guess like what do you do as the camera people and the producers but i was like seriously like how is nobody like can we move this conversation somewhere else right i really think as a producer i would have said that i would have said like we need to move this somewhere else maybe there was nowhere else to go yeah anyway but the lighting's horrible yes well and maybe they didn't scout the location i don't know because i mean I'm sure the producers knew the location of the shot. Like, they, they knew they were filming at the Ivy. Yeah. And so, okay, what's the makeup? Uh, yeah, I agree well, with you. Well, the makeup's but... done by their whoever their glam squad is. That's right. not going to be done by production. Right. And the lighting is clearly better out in the front of the restaurant by the right. bar. Right, right, right. It looks horrible in this back corner. Right, so, right, right. Anyway, but I guess what do you do? Because you are filming a reality show, which I'd like to know more about. And so right. do you just let them keep going because you don't want to, like, disrupt the vibe? Yeah. Even though I, we are aware that they do disrupt the vibe when they're filming because they're like, oh, we need to do this again. Mm. It's kind of like putting boxers in a ring. Like, right. you let them go at it. And sometimes you have to be like, okay, go to your corners real quick because we got to reset some stuff. we got to set some mics. we got to set some lights. You know? Right, right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So, um, Yeah. So I had I had that thought, um, and then um, I was thinking actually about the production value, like when um, when Mary and Meredith are at Veneto, and as I was noticing as the shots change, like there are shots like where it's like really close to Mer- to Meredith's face, and then shots from like behind Meredith, but you can't see the camera, and so yeah. I'm like, are we having to reshoot any of this, you know, in order to get the right angles? Anyway, they might be because oh, they're they they're wine glasses for at different stages, yes, varying. Yes. That's exactly what I'm so, talking about. So, so yes, that's exactly what I'm right. talking about. Yes, and so I just love, I just love noticing those kinds of things in yeah. the shows that we watch because, right. like, obviously they're not reality because, like, things like that happen where they have to mm. reset a shot, and then yeah, the the wine has to be adjusted. 
Yeah, no, well, it, it wasn't... A, or not the wine. And, and it wasn't right. adjusted, but... No, no, that's It just seems like... So you're watching it like a continuous conversation, but at one point the wine glasses are empty yeah, yeah. and then they're half full. Right. But then they're empty again and they're full. And yeah. So, no, no, I, I misspoke. I didn't mean that yeah. it had to be adjusted, but right. then, like, life keeps going. Right. And so you're not looking for continuity in shots. Right, right. You're looking to... Ending. And, of yeah. course, like, also Mary's wigs are atrocious. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Right. I can't believe her people like let her do that. unless she insists on doing it herself her makeup also is like whatever anyway. yeah but r.i.p mary she can yeah. go <laughs> yes whatever is she uh, canceled maybe <laughs> nothing's confirmed yet yeah um okay anything else from salt lake no okay so then there was something you said you wanted to talk about yeah if we have time we can do whatever we want and will people listen to this? Well, I'll, I will, I pro- and I promise this to one of our fans, I will put timestamps on this oh. so they can skip ahead. So what I would do is in the description, like I'll put where the time is. So no, like I'm in. I'm, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah, go. Unless you want to save it. Might have to save, save it. Okay. Because there might be developments. Okay, cool. All right. So um, put a On pin Monday. In that. <gasps> okay. Um, yeah, because it's just about... Um, so Novak Djokovic, the number yeah. one men's singles tennis player, yeah, he was he's very very against being vaccinated. He is. He has some very strange beliefs. He does about science. Very very strange. Um, and he, um, apparently, and and I think there are layers to that story of. So, getting an exemption, but then the government above you doesn't think that that qualifies an yeah. exemption. So, he he got an exemption to play the Australian Open. Right. He got the exemption from the tournament and from the state government okay. where the tournament is held. Okay. He flies to Australia, but the, the government of, of Australia does not... Mm. recognize that exemption mm. uh, he, he so it was a medical exemption saying he has had covid within the last six months mm-hmm. and therefore does not need to be vaccinated the tournament and the state government allows that exemption but the federal government of australia is claiming not to recognize that exemption okay. as an exemption to being vaccinated to enter the country okay so he gets detained in immigration detention, mm-hmm. saying, you know, we're, we need to investigate whether we need to cancel your visa. Mm-hmm. So he gets detained, coming off the plane. Um, they cancel his visa, and gets, so he gets transferred to, like, a quarantine hotel mm-hmm. to be held. Um, wow. Like, either leave, so you you can leave, like, of leave, course. like, we want you to leave, um, or, or I guess he, he, his choice was to challenge um, that decision to not allow him to enter the country mm-hmm. of Australia. Um, and he has a hearing on Monday, which is, today is Saturday, so he has a hearing on Monday, so there might be developments later. Interesting. Um, um, so is the hearing with the fe- like? Let's. I'm just going to compare it to the federal and the state government. Yes. Like we have. So is it is his hearing with the federal government then? Yes. Oh. So the federal government is not 
allowing him to enter okay. Australia. So you fly into Australia, yeah. you fly into any country, and then you have to be allowed entry. Right. And Australia has a rule that if you're not vaccinated or have a valid exemption to vaccination, you can't enter the country of Australia. Because he would have applied to their government for his visa. Yeah. and, and That's what I was and curious about. It's really... It, 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 it gets... There, there are a lot of layers. There's yeah. bureaucratic layers. Yeah. There's this is a celebrity star layer. There's trying to find side doors into this thing. Yeah. Um, no, this is fascinating. Yeah, because he applied for an exemption to the tournament and to the state government. So the the so it, it's almost like if you know, Utah, the state of Utah or the state of Nevada is having an event in their state. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have rules of what you need to do to to be in an indoor right. arena in our state. Um, and the, the event also has rules. Well, the event and the state said, okay, were they bending over backwards to find an exemption for Novak? Mm. Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to find a side door. For the around. event. Right, for, for the, the event. Visa. Yeah. So, so they were saying, you have to be vaccinated to be in our state and at our event. And then they suddenly, within the last six weeks or month, say, okay, we have a vaccination requirement. There are medical exemptions. One of those exemptions is if you've have co if you've had COVID in the last six months. Mm -hmm. So he says, I tested positive on December sixteenth. I, you know, I and I have no symptoms. I should be exempted from having a vaccination. The tournament and the state are bending over backwards because they want this person to be at their event. Mm -hmm. So they're bending over backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. We'll right. grant that exemption. Right. But then it's like the federal government who right. controls the border. Right. When you fly in, right. are we going to allow you in? That's what our, our vaccination rule is, this is not a valid exemption. Mm -hmm. But, okay, a couple months ago, did the federal government say... This is a valid exemption, <laughs> or did they? Did, they well, they're claiming they didn't. They said it, the federal government is claiming in no, November they told the tournament and the state prior um, uh, uh, positive uh, tests are not a valid exemption from the vaccination requirement. But then the tournament and Novak Djokovic are saying, but then you told us we. It was hmm. because they're saying that we had independent medical experts say that this was fine. And then Novak Djokovic is saying he has a, a letter from the federal immigration authorities that you are allowed entry hmm. because he was allowed on the plane. Jeez. Like he, he flew to Australia but then he got off the plane and said, no, you can't That's come in. Crazy. So... I think there's a lot of layers of, you know, celebrity, of confusion yeah. about what the requirements are, yeah. of politics, yeah. of, you know, where we're at with, <laughs> unfortunately, with science. But yeah. so he has a hearing on Monday Interesting. Um, about whether he's allowed into Australia. 
to um, play. What do you think they're going to do? I think it, to me, it's 50 50 mm-hmm. because it seems a little messed up. Yeah. That they would um, let him get that on the they plane. let him get on. I, I mean, it just seems a little messed up because there could be confusion and bureaucratic layers that are okay. We're saying the state can decide mm-hmm. whether you get in. And the state says, yeah, he can come in. And then. He comes in and they're like, no, wait, no, you can't come in. Um, and then the confusion around, well, you let him get on the plane. Why did you let him get on the plane? That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, if you were just going to detain him when he got off the plane. Um, so there, th- I think there's a lot of late. So, and the, there's a celebrity layer too. This is the number one ranked tennis player. Are you? Are they really gonna not let him in? Are they I, gonna take this stand? Um, I, I think one. I and the thing is, like you haven't said explicitly, and to me, like then another layer of this, which is also governing this, is public safety. Like, right. What is our concerns and priorities when it comes to public safety? This is fascinating. Right, and I think that's that's the part of this too, is because yeah. the Australian Open tennis tournament, the organization that puts on the tournament, and the state government of the state locality where it's being held, they want him there. I mean, they want him there. And they're trying to... I think they bent over backwards to make sure he could be there. Um, But then they announced that, oh, he's qualified for an exemption from vaccination requirements. And then people are pissed off because they're like, wait a minute. I've had to... I've had to be shut down. I've had to wear a mask. I've had I've had to get vaccinated. I can't. I as a fan can't go to that tournament without proving my vaccination status. What? So a common person who's like, I want to go watch the tennis tournament has to, has to be vaccinated. Yeah, fuck that. So and then, but wait a minute. This star, this this celebrity, Lunatic, who um, I love anti science anti science person, who you know. For who claims that he can cure this himself or whatever, he doesn't have to be vaccinated because he's a celebrity, a millionaire. Well, that's bullshit. So people get upset about it. And then the federal government says, okay, we're not going to let him in. And now it comes down to... And here's actually now to like, now just take the opposite position of what I was just taking. He's also not an Australian citizen. So no. it's just like, do we hold them to the same standards we're going to... And actually, no, but a, a spectator might not be a citizen either. Right. Oh, my God. No. And, 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 and that's the frustrating... To me, if I was an Australian citizen, that'd be the frustrating thing to me. Even if I was a citizen of Australia, I'm like, I can't it, go to this tournament if I, I don't prove a vaccination, it, but this idiot I, gets if, to come in. If I were a citizen, it's both. Like, if I were a citizen, I'd be pissed because I'm just like, you are endangering the health of our country, our yeah, state and our country. absolutely. And as a fan... I'm like, wait, I have to, and then- I have to you, jump through all these hoops. Yeah, I, so there's all these, oh my God, this is fascinating. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, and, and I think the citizens of Australia are frustrated because they've had, Australia has had a very strict policy mm-hmm. on, like, we're, you, they you have, can't come in. Yeah, that's you, what I was gonna you, say. You can't come in. Yeah. Like, even if you're a citizen, you have to do these things. Yeah. If you're going to fly out and you want to come back in, you got to do these things. If you want to travel from 
one city to the next yeah. you have to do these things. Yeah, yeah. So they're frustrated. No, and they've done... We're, we're going to be locked down for hundreds and hundreds of days, because, like very strictly, more right. strictly than we have that's, here. That's what I remember hearing. And, and, and so you're frustrated, like, at all these restrictions. And then this celebrity gets to play fast and loose. So, so I, I get it that they're frustrated. And I think the federal government of Australia is responding to that yeah. and saying, we're, yeah. well, yeah, politically, we don't like this. Right. And, then, and so but, we can shut it down right. at our border. Right. Um, but but then, then it becomes a thing. But then the event and the state acted independently of that. And so. Yeah, they acted. It, 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 but that's the thing. The federal government could have been more clear. Oh, like, could they, because, I mean, they're saying like, oh, in November we told, they're saying we sent this thing in November mm. that said this is not a valid exemption. But then like a few days ago, they're like, well, it's up to the state. But then now it's not. <laughs> and, unless, and, it becomes, and unless it becomes like an international story that never yeah, mind. And, well, and, <laughs> and now it has become an international right. incident between Serbia and yeah. Australia. Shit. Um, yeah. So. Oh my god. Anyway, that's so a, interesting. Yeah. So there's a hearing on Monday about um, whether it was what, what the rules are yeah. to enter Australia, and they have a a requirement to be vaccinated to enter the country mm-hmm. um, unless you can prove an exemption, mm-hmm. um, and whether. And he claims to have had COVID in the last six months. And he says he tested positive on December 16th. But there are social media, Twitter, and, and everything, photos of him attending events on December 17th. Mm, so, interesting. <laughs> um, and December 25th, in contradiction of um, rules, in, even in Serbia, of being quarantined if he tests positive. Hmm. So... Hmm. Um, did he test positive? I mean... Well, and also those PCR tests, like, have all kinds of... If it's a PCR test, there's all kinds of false positives and false negatives. So who knows? Right. Who knows? Or not the PCR. Sorry, the rapid test. Not the PCR, the rapid no, test. No, I think it was... It would have had to have been a PCR test. And then... Okay, so the the event the day after, did he know mm-hmm. of the result yet? But then there was an event nine days later where, yeah, you would have been aware of the result nine days mm-hmm. later, and you didn't quarantine for 14 days as mm-hmm. required by your country. So, what a mess. Yeah. What a mess. So I think there are a lot of intersections there between mm-hmm. celebrity and politics and science. But, hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, cool. Then we'll see what happens on Monday, and then, yeah, yeah. talk about this more next time. Yeah. Neat. Um, I keep talking about how I am, because I'm an old lady, um, I'm late to the TikTok game, but I keep telling you like, hey, yeah, so I saw TikTok. I'm obsessed with watching reels on my Instagram. I love them. And so um, earlier this week, whenever this all started happening, someone made a, re- I don't have to see like how they did this, or maybe it wasn't even, a, I mean, maybe it's actually just a video that's out there, but there's this, um, there's this video that it's gotta be just, I don't know. Anyway, so it's Djokovic with a racket and he's like in like it looks like kind of like a an empty office building or something, mm-hmm. and then there are um, men or people um, in uniform, and he's like taking them out one by one like with a racket, and the mm-hmm. caption is like it says like Djokovic immigration. 
Yeah, that's in response to this thing. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Anyway, yeah. and so I just thought it was funny. I just thought, yeah. I think it was a TikTok. And so yeah. I meant like, I'm like, I wanted to see like if this was like just a YouTube video or like, I'm like, I want to know how they made this because it was hilarious. And I'm wondering actually if it was a commercial maybe he made like a long time ago about something yeah. and they're able to repurpose it for this. But it was, uh, Or maybe they like, like CGI'd some stuff on it. Right. So it made it look better. So it was really funny because yeah. it was like him like fighting his way out of immigration with his racket. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so super interesting. Cool. Yeah. I that's there's so much going on there. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So uh we will wrap this up. There's a lot more we could talk about. We'll wrap this up. So let's do our rose and thorn for the week. And for just as a reminder for those that um don't realize this is a housewife thing. Um is to uh either at reunions or like on the show. They'll talk about, you know, your best, the best and the worst of something. And so we just like do our rose and thorn for the week. Um, <coughs> oh my gosh. <coughs> That's not the talkie dust. Um, Is it COVID? <laughs> probably. No, no, no COVID. No, it's not COVID. No. I just choke on my spit a little. <laughs> um, my rose actually just living, like the weather today was beautiful. Yeah. We had two days this week, which, and I know Utah had them too. Um, uh, maybe more they had more than two, but it's just the sun was out and the mountains are like snow capped and actually beyond snow capped, they're covered in snow, but there's no snow in the valley. It was, a, I'm sure it was like what, 50 degrees mm-hmm. probably. It was right. just such a beautiful day today. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my rose. Um, uh, my thorn is war. What is it good for? <laughs> What's the war? No. <laughs> I just, I just, sometimes I just feel like extra bad about just like little like conflicts I have with people. And I just feel Oh, bad. I see. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a war going on? No, it's just in my, in my heart. Okay. No, just like little things like just come up and I'm just like, oh, why can't we all just get along? <laughs> wow. So you got a 60s protest song. And. And the Rodney King. Yes. <laughs> I, I, um, nice. I almost mixed those me- those as like uh, a mix those quotes like a mixed metaphor yeah yeah anyway what's your rose of thorn you won a pretty good bet last week um was that so was good, good. i yeah. would love to win another one yeah good luck with that that's i know little doodle i might be i might be living that one down for like 10 years mm. you know it might not well, be another one maybe it's like a Haley's comment <laughs> yeah here's the thing tell when me you win a big one like that then you have to that safe it down. That's safe. That's so, my philosophy. I still didn't bet a lot of money, but you're right. I did. Do, right. I did do an aggressive risk taking bet. Right. No, and I told you again. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> Actually, I think it was an Instagram post, but it could have been a TikTok of an inst- of a, of a or it could have been an Instagram post of TikTok that was like somebody like realizing like they shouldn't keep trying to relive that one parlay they hit, but go with like smaller. Like one yeah. six, single bets. Yeah, but and, and I get the other side of that. Like, oh, I've got house money now. I'm going to be aggressive, but mm. no. I and I've already made that mistake once this season. Because mm. like we had, we literally had that conversation a couple of days ago. Yeah, when we were talking about where we are, and we're way ahead. We're way ahead for the season. Right from where we where our initial investment was. Right, only because you hit that crazy one last week. No, but... I know, but the big one I hit in the middle of the season too. Like yeah. I instead of like. I, I went, I let, I tried to let it ride Yeah. instead of like then scaling back. And it's, that's a good point too. Cause we do enjoy gambling 
And so the few times when we gamble, you're, I, that's always my policy is like, as soon as I hit a big one, I'm like, oh, I got to walk away. Mm-hmm. And early in the season, I hit a, And this one's even bigger. The one I hit last week was even bigger than the one I hit in the middle of the season. But I took that house money. I told you that the other night. Like, I took that house money and I made a big... Anyway. So. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. I guess you could make a big one on a safer bet. Like... And and I and I'll tell I actually what I should do is just not do anything because every time I look at those yeah. lines I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not feeling anything. To me, and that's where I I guess that's where my gambling philosophy comes in is if so you hit a crazy one, you hit one like wow that was huge, and then you do, I'm gonna do a big one on a safe thing. And see, I actually think I'm bad at that. Yeah, I think I'm bad at calling what's safe. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing's safe, but, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think I'm better at, like, those crazy underdogs. It really is my superpower. Mm. I mean, if we were to keep track of when I'll, I've gone, like, really big on a crazy super dog, I'm, or a crazy, <laughs> crazy underdog, like, I've, I've hit it. Yeah, you've hit it. Yeah, because you'll hit... It's only once where it didn't work. You, you'll hit a... Right, and... But that, and that's the thing with an underdog is you hit one and it's a big payoff. Yeah, you've hit a couple. You've hit a couple. In the last three seasons. Right, you've hit a couple. I don't, I don't always but, pull the trigger, but I wait. Right, and that's the thing is like hit that underdog and then right, do but, go big on a safe one. I, and I'm just telling you like that's not how my, my bet dar <laughs> works. Because I keep staring at those lines and I'm just like, I don't, I can't, I don't feel safe with any of them. Because mm-hmm. I could make an, well, most of them. I could make an argument that like, even like the favorites are like, eh. Yeah, this week. This, yeah, that's what I mean. Not this week. That's not, not this week. Because it's all fucked and up. And that's because, what I mean. Uh, right. That's what I mean. But that's like, why I'm like. We, like way back when. Yes. Yeah, yes. Right. No, but I'm, that's what I'm saying for this week. I think no, it's, I think not it's this better, week. It's better for me just to step back. This week is a shit show because you don't know who's doing what. Right. But, Which is yeah. also why I thought it was fun to do crazy parlays because I was like, who knows what's going to happen. Right. I also, right. I, but I also like, the, like I told you too, I like the idea of like putting some money on a crazy, per, on a crazy underdog to win their conference because I think COVID is going to like do something and I can't wait to see what it does. Yeah. The NFL is not going to let that happen. I mean, like they'll, they'll why? They'll bend over backwards. They'll have backwards. to lie. Yeah, exactly. They'll bend over backwards to let the stars play. So they'll lie? They'll lie. They'll reschedule. They'll... But let's say somebody gets COVID. They'll reschedule. Absolutely. Oh, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. Oh, you're right. You just said that. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. All right. We'll wait till the games actually have... That's actually been a, a better reason for me not to bet on stuff too far in advance, but like wait for it to... Yeah. Yeah. To me... Yeah. And, and that's another philosophy that I have is do it right before... But that's not how I hit my big one. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, yeah. I did it way point. in advance. It was in the middle of it was in the middle of the night, but it was pretty late at night. Yeah. And like the little betting fairies came to me and spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, what's your thorn? Did the Holy Ghost did the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Shut up. <to> you? <laughs> Maybe you don't know. You weren't here. <laughs> was I? You weren't. No, no, it's when you, you were gone. No, I was like, no, it was when you had left. And so I guess it wasn't that far in advance, but no, you had left. No, I was laying in bed and winding down for the night. So it was late at night. You weren't here. And I made those. I made, no, I put, that's when I put those together. So when I'm not here, the Holy Ghost speaks to you. <laughs> Shut up, baby. 
Saying, maybe, maybe because you're not blocking it. Your energy yeah, is blocking exactly. it. When <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Which is ironic because you look more like Jesus than either one of us. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Jesus. <laughs> Are they, aren't they the same thing? Uh, in Catholicism. In, some, in, in, some some in Catholicism, not Mormonism. All right. They are three separate beings. Yeah. Good to know. Shut That's up. true. That's true. Okay, what's your thorn? <laughs> the teenies have taken over. <laughs> My thorn. Um, ah, crap. Oh, no, no. Oh, did you have one? No. Yeah, I'll take it. We but don't usually get this. This is a treat. A treat? We're My usually buried in Brian's the, thorns. The crown of thorns. I know. The crown of thorns <laughs> is my thorn. <laughs> having to remove me from the cross. Yes, yes. Having to remove you from the cross. I'm not taking off that crown of thorns. All right. Because I don't think that that's not going to kill you. It won't. That's inappropriate. I think that's the whole point. Yeah. You're so funny. Just, it just hurts a little bit. Well, you're welcome, everybody, for all the blasphemy. Yes. <laughs> We're good at that. All right. So follow us on Instagram at Judgy Empath. I am going to post a picture of our teenies, the teenies that fueled this podcast. Um, and then we will just see you when we see you. Um, yeah. Bravo, comrades. I'm not going to make any promises. Um, and until then, uh, Godspeed, little doodles. Godspeed. What is it? You say smell you later? I was saying that, but then I shifted us to Godspeed, little doodles. Yeah. It felt more organic. Yeah, he says, see you when I see you, and I'm going to go with a different sense. Oh, smell me. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll smell you when I smell you. Yeah, there you go. How about I smell you when I smell you? Got it. And then Godspeed. Yeah. My little doodle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>